You're listening to the Talkative Toastmaster podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Surplus. In this podcast, we explore how Toastmasters can help you to polish your public speaking skills, communicate with confidence, and amplify your authenticity. You'll hear from my fellow Toastmasters and I how this global organization has impacted our lives for the better and how it could impact yours. Now, let's get talkative. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode four. Today, I'm going to talk about what Toastmasters actually is, how it's organized, what happens at meetings, and how it can help you to succeed at work, home, and everywhere in between. From overcoming the fear of public speaking to preparing people for leadership roles, Toastmasters has been a guiding light for millions of people around the world, including me. So let's delve deeper into the incredible impact of this organisation. As an overview, Toastmasters International is a global non-profit organisation. It was established in 1924 and its stated mission is to help people improve their public speaking and leadership skills. The organisation offers a supportive and encouraging environment for people from really diverse backgrounds and professions and it's open to anyone who is 18 years or older. One member in one of the clubs I belong to is 85, which just goes to show that you're never too old to keep growing and learning. He loves coming along to each meeting, and those of us newer members get to listen and learn from his many, many years of speaking experiences. It's a win-win situation and it's just such an amazing experience to hear him speak with such passion. At the heart of Toastmasters are the club meetings where members engage in a variety of speaking opportunities. Now, there are currently about 270,000 members in an extensive network of about 14,200 clubs across 148 countries. And there's currently about 600 clubs in Australia. Now, some clubs meet weekly, some fortnightly, some meet in person, some run online meetings, and some offer a hybrid approach of both online and in-person meetings. Depending how often clubs meet, club meetings can run for an hour or sometimes two or a little bit longer. And some clubs meet over breakfast, some over lunch, and some over dinner. I'm currently a member of two clubs on the south side of Brisbane, Australia, but have been a member of clubs in London, Sydney, and the Gold Coast. As I mentioned in the last week's episode, I've typically always joined a Toastmasters club when I've moved to a new home or country, simply to meet like-minded people and to continue to improve my speaking skills. One of my current clubs, Mount Gravatt Toastmasters, meets at a local bowling club over dinner. So not only does this mean I don't have to cook once a fortnight, yay, but it gives me the chance to network with my fellow Toastmasters over dinner before the meeting starts. My other club, Leading Edge Advanced Toastmasters, loves catching up at the local pub after the meeting. So we get to dissect what happened in the meeting. We get to give each other feedback and really get to know each other much more than we would in a standard two-hour meeting. 
I think it's fairly universal to say that Toastmasters everywhere typically love to talk and there never seems to be enough time in the meetings to express everything we want to say. Hence the name of this podcast, The Talkative Toastmaster. The great thing about Toastmasters is that you can usually find at least a couple of clubs near you. Attending club meetings as a guest is free and you're welcome to visit as many clubs as you like until you find a club that suits you. Each club follows a similar structure for meetings and has its own unique vibe. If you decide to become a member, there's a one-off joining fee of approximately 30 Australian dollars and dues of approximately 95 Australian dollars paid twice a year. And depending on whether clubs are charged for the venues they meet at, they may charge a little extra to cover costs. But in short, it's probably not going to cost you much more than $200-$250 a year to be a member of this incredible organisation. I still maintain that it is one of the most cost-effective forms of personal and professional development you'll find. It's also worth checking with your tax advisor or employer if you can claim this as a professional development expense. I know I've been able to claim this for many years. So what happens at Toastmasters? Club meetings provide a platform for members to practice prepared speeches, try saying that fast three times in a row, ah! as well as impromptu talks like table topics and various other roles all of which create an environment for constructive feedback and growth. Rest assured, if you attend a meeting as a guest, you won't be made to speak, although you may be invited to participate in certain sections of the program. And you'll likely be asked for feedback about the meeting at the end. Each club does it slightly differently, but it will always be the intention to ensure you feel welcome and relaxed throughout the meeting. Over the coming episodes, I'll delve more into some of the different speaking opportunities at club meetings and how they help you to develop specific communication skills. We'll also hear from other Toastmasters about their experiences of how Toastmasters has helped them to develop specific skills or help them out in specific situations. Then there's a self-paced education program, the real heart of Toastmasters. This is one thing that really makes it stand out. It's structured education program, the Pathways Learning Experience. This program offers a range of project-based paths tailored to individual goals and they encompass a range of skill sets from effective communication to leadership development. Members can work through the program at their own pace, which is great because it really caters for whatever kind of demands you have on your schedule, and it ensures that you get a highly personalised learning journey. As long as you aim to meet the objectives of each project, and they're very clearly spelt out, you can speak more or less about anything you like. In my first two years at Mount Gravatt Toastmasters, for example, I completed the Visionary Communication Pathway. This incorporated about 16 different speaking projects, Most projects involve delivering five to seven minute prepared speeches on topics of my choice and depending on the electives I chose there were some longer speeches 
like the one I gave about my experience of a 30-day juice fast. I got to talk for that for 20 minutes. I'm now working through the presentation mastery pathway, which has slightly different objectives. Creating this podcast is in fact one of my electives for this pathway, and it's yet another way I'm challenging myself to be a better speaker and overcoming some of the anxiety I have about putting myself out there publicly on podcasting platforms. Because let me tell you, I have been procrastinating about starting a podcast for years, and even now that I'm doing it, it's still mildly terrifying. Which brings me back to glossophobia, the fear of public speaking. I covered some of the reasons why people experience public speaking and why they fear it in more detail in episode one. The reality is fear of public speaking affects a significant proportion of the population. And even as you develop your communication skills, you can come up against new fears that you didn't even know you had. As I experienced before starting this podcast, and each time I sit down to create a new episode. Fortunately, Toastmasters helps people conquer the fear of public speaking through its very structured approach. Members can progress through a series of speaking assignments in a supportive environment. And these assignments range from giving short impromptu talks at each meeting to delivering more prepared speeches. And by gradually increasing the challenge level, people become more comfortable and confident in their public speaking abilities. It is truly amazing to watch people develop as they come through the doors of a meeting for the first time to three or six months later. The way they grow in confidence is miraculous every time. It's just a beautiful thing to watch. The impact of strong public speaking skills extends far beyond just presenting in front of an audience. Research indicates that about 70% of employed individuals consider presentation skills crucial for success at work. Toastmasters equips members not only with effective public speaking skills, but it also enhances critical thinking, active listening, and the art of providing and receiving constructive feedback. Peer evaluations are a cornerstone of every Toastmasters meeting, and pretty much every speaking slot is evaluated. When a member is evaluating one speaker's speech, the tips are usually relevant for everyone. And by all hearing that, we all learn and grow. I'll explore evaluations in way more detail in upcoming episodes, but as far as learning and practicing how to deliver constructive feedback about people's speeches, it's really equipped me personally to be able to deliver both positive and constructive feedback at work and in other areas of my life with way more confidence and impact. According to a study conducted by Toastmasters International, 85% of people reported an increase in their confidence after participating in the program. That's huge. This shows the success of the program. Additionally, nearly 70% of these members felt their ability to give effective presentations had significantly improved. 
These stats underline the tangible benefits members gain from their Toastmasters experience. Now, success stories abound at all levels of the Toastmasters community. Notable personalities like Tim Allen, the actor, and Leonard Nimoy, the beloved Spock from Star Trek, credit Toastmasters for their transformation and success. These individuals attribute their ability to speak with confidence and authority to their Toastmasters experience. While Toastmasters is renowned for assisting in overcoming the fear of public speaking, its benefits go beyond taming the nerves and delivering a great speech. It fosters personal and professional development by nurturing skills such as leadership, conflict resolution and networking. Members, for example, have the opportunity to take on various leadership roles within the club, such as being a club officer or organising club events. This hands-on experience is invaluable in honing leadership and organisational skills that are highly transferable to other areas of your life. In some of the upcoming episodes, you'll hear personal stories about how this has panned out for some of the Toastmasters I've had the pleasure in meeting in my career. Suffice to say, the impact of Toastmasters on career progression can be remarkable. It's not just about speaking, it's about leadership. Toastmasters alumni often find themselves better positioned for career advancements and job opportunities. Employers highly value the leadership and communication skills honed through the Toastmasters experience. And speaking from personal experience, prospective employers will often ask about that experience in a job interview, particularly if they've been involved with the organisation. I've found being a Toastmaster has been a great icebreaker for those situations where there is a common interest. And people who have been through the Toastmasters organisation in any capacity, know the quality of the training that they get. So they do value that experience if they see it on your resume. To summarise what we've discussed today, Toastmasters is a catalyst for personal growth and professional success. It really does empower people to conquer their fears, gain confidence and realise their potential. We've discussed what Toastmasters actually is, how it's organised, what happens at meetings, and how it's structured to help you to succeed. I can personally attest to the fact that Toastmasters offers an enriching journey towards personal and professional development. It's what inspired this podcast. If you're ready to unlock your potential, consider joining a Toastmasters club near you. Check out the Find a Club link on the Toastmasters International website at www.toastmasters.org. It's worth visiting a couple of different clubs as a guest to see which club best suits you. If you do take the leap and visit a meeting, I would absolutely love to hear your experience. Feel free to message me at talkativetoastmaster at gmail.com or tag me in the comments if you found this podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thanks for listening to today's show. Head to talkativetoastmaster.com where you'll find the show notes for this and all other episodes, as well as links to some awesome Toastmasters resources. 
If you found value in today's content, I'd really appreciate if you could share it with friends and colleagues who may be interested or leave a review on iTunes. This helps more people to find us. Until next time, remember the words of Roger Love. All speaking is public speaking, whether it's to one person or a thousand. Have a great week.